Yo, it's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Monday, the 1st of May, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Oh. Terribly excited this morning. Well, I sort of am, but we I can't tell you why until the second half of the Ooh. year. Well, I'll tell you, when, when we talk about uh, heaving mailbags, it... Uh, it <laughs> <laughs> so I sound like a British tabloid editor, really, but it it it, it, uh, it doesn't get much more heaving than this. And no. uh, we're going to heave uh, our good news all over the shop uh, uh, just in a little while. But Lauren Clark, I, yes, we should start. Well, let's have let's start, even start with a bit of a, a confessional vibe. Oh, uh, ooh, okay. for the first. I mean, it's the start of the month. It's it's Monday, first of May, and you know, after a month that I've just had, uh, which was April, mm. Mm. and. Uh, I let myself go. I mean, let's be honest. I I had been on a very strict regime. Mm. I learned a lot on it. Yeah. Um, but I, I sort of I, I, I ventured into territory that w- was supposed to be dead to me, and it's not so much dead to me, but dormant. Okay. Right. And yep. and it, but I stood on the scale, Lauren Clark, on Saturday morning. Uh-oh. And for all, no, no, for all my shindiggery Ooh. and uh, well, what, what, what do we call it when you're really uh, when you're being shindiggery and let go, Yeah, and, you know when you're being completely debauched, right? I had I had a whole uh, four he- weeks hedonism. Of, <laughs> oh, that's right. That's it. That's what I told you. We talked about hedonism last month. Remember, <laughs> with those, or the, the fat poms going to a big island in the West Indies somewhere, and they <laughs> sleep with each other's partners. Then that was like uh, club hedonism or something. And it used to be on Channel Nine late at night. I think this might yeah. be a dream you had because I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, well, God bless it. And um, <laughs> so I only increased mm. uh, by around a kilo. And you know why? Because I, I'm here to tell you now, before we go into the uh, the purging section of the podcast, oh, God. we're going to go into the you learning section. You you've got religious too. roots. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're not talking about my nun fascination again. Yeah, Laura Clark. <laughs> yes. We can't actually, can we, should we start this again? That's just a terrible thing to say. I mean, really, Stu, yeah, yeah. it is. It's just, <laughs> it's just, for those, for the for people who chose this episode to listen to it the first time. Please don't. St- turn polls. off now. Yeah, turn it off because it's not, it's not no, the way it, we like it to conduct It can only get better. It can only get better. It can. And it Continue. Will. It's no only pressure. episode 570. Um, That's right, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so to purge on this 1st of May, right. I, I, I'd like to give you some advice. Yeah. Before we, we start proper. Yeah. But um, fasting. I'm waiting. Fasting. Oh, yeah. We, we've talked about this though. I, this and I, I have to come back. For the start of the month, I'm just reiterating. Right. 16 hours of uh, every 24, uh, one you, must fast. I feel like this this needs a trigger warning. I just, I feel like people who. Or trigger to a healthy life. No, because it's not, it's. It's fasting. healthy. I know there are arguments for fasting in a kind of it's healthy for your body kind of way, but I mm-hmm. know that a lot of people who have problems with, you know, unhealthy mental approaches to eating and bodies and stuff, yeah. the whole idea of fasting is actually a danger zone. I hear you though, but where do, what do we but do? Anyway, do, we, do we have to, to well, no, do we have to tread on every single piece of sand on the beach? See, I'm doing that because I'm actually mentally treading on the, right. on the beach. Right, I see, yeah, yeah. Um, for fear of standing on the one piece of sand no, we, that is actually glass, you know? Totally. But I'm just saying, yeah, what, 
I'm just saying you can be a tiny bit sensitive to that because it, oh, the whole course. thing of like you just all the language you're using about purging oh, and like good I versus know. bad and all that stuff. And anyway, I talk so about fatties and all that sort of stuff. And <laughs> because I we am. should say that we are not doctors. <laughs> this is not health advice. Fatty is not a medical term. <laughs> anyway. Laurie Clark. Okay, Fanny. This is about yes. This is about eating though, and and I just had this bad thing happen to me just across this past weekend. Oh God, what? And it reminded me of my parents, and I and I I would maybe it it may I don't know if it applies to you or to some of our listeners. Yeah. But I I had one, I had I had a bit of a craving for chocolate. Right, uh, and now I I don't have a sweet tooth, and I, I actually I know I, I just heard uh, my housemate just fall over in shock uh, four <laughs> four rooms down because I have claimed this my whole life, and, yes. and my housemate likes to pull me up with that, and I don't actually like sweet stuff so much, right. but if sometimes I do like a, a chocolate egg around Easter, and right. I've got the Easter yeah. hangover. I'm sure we all do. Yeah, just weaning ourselves off that time of year where it, apparently it's okay to really shove oh. sugar down your mush. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, I knew in, in the one of my spare rooms here. One, <laughs> one of, of your spare rooms. In, in, in the manner. you? You're always telling me off. Yeah, you, you live in a freaking <laughs> palatial pad. Anyway, continue. It's not a palatial pad. I really palatial do pad. have to extend the kitchen. Palatial and pad. And so the thing is. Yeah, palatial I knew pad. I, I I'd recently been crowned uh, a godfather to yet another child. I mean, how do you fit it all in? Well, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it, you make time all that for responsibility, these things. Well, if teaching I, discipline but, to children. But this way, if a few of my friends all died on the one flight, I would have my. Uh, You'd have a, a crew. I'd be down <laughs> at Centrelink for a long time, applying <laughs> for various uh, tax exemptions or whatever the hell you people with children do. Now, oh, okay. rather rather than pay it, I'm going to rake it back in. Okay. Oh, God. You like yep. that? You like that? Yes. Come on. I, Come I on. This is this really is going a long way, isn't it? Let's Breathe. get away from Breathe. this area. <laughs> All I'm saying is, so yes. I knew in this one of the spare rooms I have here yeah. that uh, that I like to sh- share with family and friends. You should really come down and have a look sometime. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a, there's an egg <laughs> for my godchild, right? And about nine o'clock on Friday evening, just gone on just before the weekend. Yeah, I knew it was there, and I crept into that room. Did you creep? I crept. Like, who were you fooling? Well, my the housemate, housemate was asleep on the you? couch. No, the housemate was asleep on the couch. And yeah. I wanted to keep it dark for two reasons. Number one, <laughs> for the shame of me stealing a child's Easter eggs out of its cellophane bundled parcel, which oh, I unwrapped. Dude. And I took a knife in to gently slice the piece of sticky tape that I had yes, a month earlier constructed. And, and like I, I, made, I cut the cellophane <laughs> and wrapped all the extra eggs and all the nice little children's oh, bits and then wrapped it. But then, I, so I had to sneak in there to do that, and also I, the shame of my housemate finding me um, cutting into a child's Easter egg. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that that's pretty bad. bad. Yeah. But it reminded me. Now this is where we get to. Yes. Uh, as a child, uh-huh. my parents uh, began a savings account for me. Right. Right. <laughs> and where is this going? <laughs> and so every week or month or something, they'd throw a few bob in there. So yeah. uh, old Stu would, you know, potentially have a little, not a nest egg. You don't have a nest egg as an 18-year-old or a 16-year-old or whatever, mm. but there might have been enough for a first car, right. perhaps even a, a remote-controlled car at 16. Because yeah. 
I was always in love with the. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that um, they wouldn't have had this at Montessori schools, but mm. I was very um, partial. Uh, there was the the frog and the hornet, mm. and they were like very. They weren't. They weren't gang members from my area. <laughs> they were actually uh, like the hot to trot remote control cars that I, I, I wished I could have afforded. They were like a hundred or two hundred dollars, and which was back then. Yeah. In the uh, well, I mean, well. I was 12, so, you know, 2004, uh, it, they were very, <laughs> very uh, expensive. Way cars. back in the day. Way back in the day. Anyway, so I've snuck in, I sliced open the cellophane, stolen the six caramel or caramello eggs out of the parcel, which I fully intend on replacing if I can find some eggs because mm. we, we haven't <laughs> caught up. Do. We had to cancel a couple of engagements. So the this one little package hadn't been um, handed over. Right. And I was singing and guzzling the eggs uh, late on a Friday evening. Wow. And it reminded me yes. of the <laughs> the savings account yeah. that my parents plundered when, uh, you know, we, you know we, we've all heard about the um, <laughs> the interest rates that went up to 300 million percent and uh, how, oh, you'll never be able, it was never as tough as us when houses were worth $45,000 yeah. <laughs> and repayments were, went up to 180 bucks a month. Those were the tough days for the, the baby boomers. But yeah. it, I just I just thought I was like the parent stealing the nest egg. That is just terrible. Did they really plunder? Oh, yes, yes. And I said to my housemate, yeah. I said, oh, geez, did you ever have like a savings account set up by your folks and then they had to sort of dip in there because things got a bit tough? Yeah. And housemate said, exact same thing happened to me. Oh, wow. So I'm putting it out there to the listeners this Monday morning to... Could you have had a nest egg? Well, That's the question, isn't could it? You That's imagine? the question for listeners. Yeah. Could you have had? Because I bet you there are listeners who have the same experience, who could have had a nest egg and then uh, whoops. <laughs> but then, when it comes to the nest egg, yeah, I mean it's it's not anyone's right, is it? Like, no, no, totally. You know That's so the... my, my my folks went belly up. Yeah. Okay, they they, they some business went bad, and yeah. you know the house got remortgaged, whatever else. Yeah, I mean they're all fine now. Yeah, uh, in fact they're in Vietnam as we speak. Uh, I don't know why that got dinged, Lauren Clark, but thank you. Uh, but the it's thing an is, overseas trip, yeah. It's an overseas trip. So they're obviously spending the inheritance for a second time. Yes. And the thing is, so you don't you, you don't you don't sit there as a as a ten year old going, why are you spending my no. future money? And the thing is, that kid of that that godchild of yours didn't know that what was coming to them anyway. So, like, you're not really robbing them. It's not like when my kid comes back from a party and has a party bag and then forgets about the party bag and then mummy goes into the party bag at 11 o'clock at night and finds a little mini flake and, like, has it with a cup of tea. It's not like you're well, actually you stealing from child. Mummy goes into the party bag and eats a flake. Uh, <laughs> That, that, that says, there's so many uh, drug uh, references there. It's, uh, it's not funny. Yeah, but totally. Mummy uh, <laughs> was tired. Mommy the thing is, but yes. well, see, you wouldn't let your child eat a flake anyway unless it was a carob flake. No, well, that's not quite true. So my thing oh. about um, I, try, I try and, uh, you know, I, I mock people. I used to mock my parents for feeding me carob because it was the worst and chocolate was the best and there was no mm -hmm. in between but as you know there is now a carob that's like actually quite nice which are those little oh, it's beautiful bears what are they called banjo bears banjo bears anyway whatever so the banjo like, bear eggs are great too by the way if you yeah, want to steal I know. Off a kid T yeah. totally yeah. <laughs> they're all good and so like i give them those but the thing is that i don't want food to be 
uh, thought of as good food versus bad food or you're not allowed that or you are allowed this because mm. I don't want it to be – because I remember going, well, when I get to be – uh, you know, old enough, I'm just going to sit there with like a bag of M&Ms and eat it from dawn till dusk oh, because it. it was this kind of ret, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, retrospective. No, it's really not retrospective. <laughs> I it's don't like mind it. th- not allowed, prohibited kind of thing. And that Restricted. Has, yeah, and that has a kind of. No, I'm going to find this word. I know, shush, don't. You'll, you'll, I'll be at it all day. Um Anyway, and so that that has does something psychologically that I'm not interested in perpetuating. So if they go, because so if they go to a party or if they're at someone's house and there's something there, um, I'll be like, "Yep, totally fine, right?" Mm-hmm. Okay. But I also make sure that that the, ki- the kids know about like what is actually healthy for their bodies and all that stuff. You but must. it's funny because I have seen a few people who are like um, their parents like, "No, you're not allowed that. It's got no sugar," and they're like. You know, what? running in between them and yeah. chocolate cake at a party, and I'm like, you know, the the anxiety of the parent is projected <laughs> so fully onto the child. That, mm-hmm. But it's a hard battle. Like I don't judge anyone who does it any different way. It's a it's a difficult uh, thing to negotiate. But but what's not difficult to negotiate is when it's eleven o'clock at night. You absolutely like you just you cr- start craving sugar, and you know there's a flake in a party bag, and you know your kid's forgotten about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a mm. dilemma, Stu Farrell. It's not just not. <laughs> now, Lossie, but before we go. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know what I was going to say. It's one of those Mondays today. And I'm sorry for Oh, I hey, said, isn't it May Day? It's a bit whimsical. It is. Is it May Day? Well, it's May Day, the 8th of May. And no, it's the 8th of March is Labor Day. I don't know. I reckon it's May Day, and which is, uh, blah, 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 blah. Let me look it up. May Day. It's May Day. I think it's May Day. Oh, hang on. It says May Day is a public holiday usually celebrated on May 1. Usually an by ancient, whom? An who? ancient Northern Hemisphere spring festival. Um, dancers, singing and cake are usually part of the celebration. So is this where we dance around bonfires? It sounds vaguely pagan, doesn't it? It has a pagan thing. What's that film um, where... Oh, don't. With, with um, what's his name in it? Uh-huh. You told me about that film. Oh, that's right. Um, what's that film with what's his name in it? And it's you know, film review got... time with uh, Don and Gary. <laughs> what, if, what, are they, what are those people's names? The are, movie are... show? Um we are famously ba- Don and Jerry. <laughs> it's definitely it? Margaret and oh, David Margaret and rather David. than and uh, they're not even that's not even a relevant cultural reference anymore. Hello well, people under it's 20. It's funny because no, no no I heard a I heard a um, an interview with uh, David Pomerantz. No, it's not David uh, Margaret. They got married, did what's they? What's his name? Margaret Pomerantz, David Stratton. Stratton. Had an interview with David Stratton on the weekend. Mm. Mm. And oh. it was quite interesting. Because uh, we all know David's uh, ugly mug from the idiot box, but we don't know a lot about the man himself unless um, mm-hmm. you probably just Googled him. <laughs> That's probably all there. But I, I hadn't heard a thing about him. And right. it was quite interesting. The, he start in the film industry and mm. um, his family, his background. And so the strats, he liked he. The funny thing was he liked to uh, be called the Stra- the Stratsky, um, apparently. Uh, Are you making this no, up? No, no. Like, uh, in, this is, sounds in, like very much like Sydney, you making something up. In Sydney film, he was referred to as the big Stratsky. 
uh, which I thought. And then uh, when the oh, big Lebowski came out, he thought, oh, that's, they've, they've actually co-opted my nickname. And that was a bit of a, a legal stoush. But, uh, You're such an idiot. That, I can't believe I'm even Googling what, the this. the big Stratsky? It's true. You're such an but idiot. But the thing was, the, the big Stratsky came out here as a 10-pound pom. <sighs> Um, yes. uh, with a bit of a vague, I couldn't quite work out. He said, I was in swinging London. I, I added the word swinging. And uh, I, I met a man and we were we, we laughed and hung out quite a bit and drank wine and uh, had a good time. And he said, you should come back to Australia and I'll sponsor you as a 10-pound palm. And then uh, he did. And then the guy moved to the Northern Beaches and they didn't really see each other. So I wasn't sure if they were in a relationship. It was, so it was a weird, it was a very vague start to it. Yeah, uh, because right. The Stratsky, I, I could ne I've never been able to work that guy <laughs> out. Stratsky. But anyway, Dude, that's what he likes. I like. don't know anything so, much about that guy except that I'm sure the Stratsky would not be his favourite nickname. <laughs> In fact, in fact I would suggest five. that the very concept five. of nicknames would not appeal to that guy. And to people who don't know who we're talking about, you are going to have to Google him. But like literally I just Googled him and there's a photo of him in a top hat. So the Stratsky. <laughs> he was wearing the Stratsky hatsky. Now, that's what they used to call it around the streets of Sydney. Now, so oh, what happened Stuart. was. Really? Is Stratsky, this gather around uh, and listen 20s. to a story about the Stratsky? Yes, this is. Oh my god! <laughs> the Stratsky sounds like a beautiful Meat. Italian sausage. To be honest, yeah, smoked, of course. And so the uh, the Stratsky was uh, his first gig in film uh, was as a, I think the director or the whatever director of the uh, Sydney Film Festival. I don't believe anything <sighs> playing now. This is true. In his twenties, hadn't had a job before except working in supermarkets. And the thing was, how did he get the gig, the job? Well. He wrote a complaint letter because oh. back then Australian oh. Australian film was racked with censorship. Yes, so, oh, I've heard him on censorship. Yeah, yeah. and so and uh, he came coming from the UK and, and experience experiencing Europe and the UK and you know perhaps they're a little bit more liberal or forward thinking attitude than Australia back in those days. Mm. Um, he was uh, he was astonished by the level of uh, censorship. So in films that he'd go and see that he may have even known or he could just tell, words were cut out or scenes were just cut out. You know, like it was uh, yeah. Australian censorship. So we, we just cut stuff out of it. So he mm. wrote a complaint letter to, uh, I think, the, the board of the Sydney Film Festival. And because mm. back then in Australia, I think this must have been the 60s or 50s, 60s, you'd think, wouldn't you? Um, yeah. There was only, I think at the time in 1960s Sydney, there was only 2,500 people. So they offered him a job straight away on the board. They said, well, you've written us a letter and you obviously know how to spell the word notes. film. Why don't you come and join the board? <laughs> Which he did. And then became, it is true in that 20s, back in the day, mm -hmm. this is, there was a lot less kind of um arts infrastructure and so people got jobs in a lot more kind of direct kind of a way mm. whereas now there are like 40 billion middlemen or, or operations and organizations mm. and like yeah it's yeah, you gotta be an intern for five years to exist mm. well this is true i was gonna i, I it, that that noise of me going mm, mm, that mm. was me actually biting my tongue to protect your future employment uh interests <laughs> at the moment i laura clark <laughs> 
just grew as a human being and as an adult yeah. uh, exponentially Good right then. Good so, boy. I'm very proud yes. of you, Stu Farrell. Very nice. Right. So anyway, long story short. Yeah, uh, he he wrote the complaint. Not short at no, all. No, but he yeah. wrote the complaint. Do you want to go back to uh, the chocolate eggs? No, no, no. So okay, fine. He wrote yeah. about uh, the uh, complaint about the censorship. They said, join yeah. our board, man. He did, and within a matter, a short amount of time, and uh, a few sort of political sort of uh, bumping and shaking, uh, mm. was appointed the director of the Sydney Film Festival. And as they say, folks, the rest is history. So the Stratsky. Yeah, have you ever got? Have you ever got? <laughs> Stratsky. Have you ever got a job by complaining? I have. Uh, I've been sacked, I think, from complaining. I'm not sure the reverse has ever happened. <laughs> I complained. What's that gas uh, smell? Once. You're fired. Did you sorry? <laughs> I complained once. Uh, I went in to, and I complained about, I said, this system is so ridiculous. Yeah. And it doesn't work and this and you need to address this, this and this. And they said, and how would you do that? And I said, like this. And they said, but what about this? And I'd say, will you fix that with this? And I just stood there and argued. And then and they said, um, well, hang on, we'll get a, a manager because I, I think that you make a good point. Got the manager in. The manager said, do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> and, I jo- and I happened to want a job. So it was perfect. Can I get a job there? Where do I apply? It was Where at the um, arts faculty at Melbourne Uni oh. back in the day. Because the arts faculty at Melbourne Uni used to be, and I think faculties at universities like it, they're very sort of, um, you know, uh, it's all about, it's very the office. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it, like, so um, if it's a broken system, it's just broken. And whereas this one wasn't actually a broken system, it was just there were a few things wrong with it. But it had a bit of a reputation for being, um, you know, if you went to the front desk and like asked a question or made a complaint or something, like, you might as well. Like it was, it was almost kind of Orwellian, uh-huh. <laughs> like or like it, yeah, dataist. You're know, the response that you'd get, and so. Um, I I said this you you can't continue to do this because I I was like literally enrolled in the wrong subject by someone who was like you know something major that would affect my university mm. life or something um um and so I said I complained and then they said well uh how would you fix it and one of the things I said was you need to have people on the front desk who understand how the system works and you need to have people who are there a lot. They're not just there like, oh, there's a different one on a Monday from a Tuesday and a yeah. whatever. And um, ended up working there for I don't know how many years, but years. So you became part of the problem. My job interview, my hmm. job interview was my, my complaining at the front desk. And when I complained on the front desk, I was wearing this coat that I'd inherited from my grandma, this beautiful like old, ancient, like I, I, I dream of it now. It's like one of the few items of clothing that I've ever worn and I've just gone, God, that was a beautiful piece of just mm. art. Like it was this sharp kind of old-fashioned woman, women's coat, mm. you know. And I was wearing it and it, I was, as I was complaining, I leant, you know me, I'm always like Pointing. leaning over on things and like, <laughs> like sitting, putting my feet oh, up on were, desks. You are really, like, the, you are sort of the uh, archetypal uh, boss, you know, like in, you know, the matter. I take up space, Jufal. The 50s sort of Hollywood sh- boss, you know, that's portrayed. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you have all <laughs> those mannerisms. You point, you stomp, your feet on the desk. Yeah, if you I, had a cigar, you'd smoke it. I don't stomp, but I do. 
I don't. I might you know you know use point mm, and use my hand. Do that. But I don't. I'm not shy about no. taking up space. And so and I'm standing there, which is the deliberate act on my part. Legs and a feminist one. Anyway, and I'm standing oh. there and I'm leaning on the, the wide stance. No, I'm well. It, Anyway, I'm, mm-hmm. yes, remember that. I'm standing and I'm leaning on the wall <laughs> and uh, at one point... So Did you have one foot on the wall and one on the ground? No. Me, and your arms crossed? Like half my body on the wall, uh, like my side on the wall while I was talking to them. Okay. I did have my arms crossed. I did. I remember exactly how I was did. standing. Anyway, yeah, and you came uh, out of the, the womb end... with your arms crossed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, at the end... Of having this conversation too slow. Um, yeah. with these, with everybody. Gee, you paint me to be a lovely person, don't you, Stu Farrell? Um, <laughs> you really At the are, end though. of having this conversation, I went, okay, cool, yeah. thanks. Stood up, went, oh, what's that that I've just felt with my hand? And it was a, be- and it was a little sign, an A4 sign that said wet paint. <laughs> <laughs> and so my job interview for that job was famous in the faculty because I had I'd got in by complaining and while having my job interview, which was essentially me complaining, I had hmm. covered myself from head to toe in <laughs> and it took And so did people know that you were covered in paint? <laughs> Dude, I spent the next two hours being cleaned up by the people who are about to be my <laughs> boss. <laughs> Mailbag Monday. Laura Clark. Stuart Farrell. Now, ordinarily, uh, yes. we, we uh, have correspondents from all over uh, the four corners of the globe and uh, we like to respond mm-hmm. to in an untimely fashion every time. <laughs> but uh, this time, of yep. course, uh, we have but one piece of correspondence we that do. we shall share with you because this could be, and I think in our 564 episodes of yes. the Stupidly Small Podcast yep. and uh, any other media we've done either together or separately prior, mm-hmm. I think this good, this announcement that you're mm. going to make because you speak good uh, words, um, <laughs> this could be the the proudest moment because you know why, Lauren Clark? This why stupidly small podcast was born out of a situation where we had nothing to do for a time. Yes. And we we thought, you know what? We have still a, a, a large amount of energy that we would like to uh, foist upon each other and other people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how are we going to do it? We came up with this. this, yep. this was a, but this was a happy accident. We, yeah. And I think that's a fair uh, description of this uh, podcast. Yeah. And it has, uh, as they say in the industry, traction. Now, <laughs> uh, now <laughs> with... New media, and, and before we go on, actually, we, we were speaking just off air how our term, yes. odd, yeah. old media, <laughs> it has not odd media, old media, yes. <laughs> has now become the accepted definition of uh, any media that resembles radio, yep. television, yep. or newspapers. Yeah, no, they've adopted this, our term. In fact, not only have they adopted it, they've, they've, it's overkill. You know, I'm, I'm starting to get sick of hearing it. Frankly. I don't think they've even adopted it. I think I think <laughs> that it's had children, and we're the grandparents of them. <laughs> because so, Lauren Clark, yes, as the, uh, the the people who coined the term old media, mm-hmm. uh, and as now officially. Oh, wow. That's a word. That's that's an internet word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a portmanteau, of course. Oh, sure, sure. Um, 
I just have to find two words that uh, turn into efficiently. Um, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, anyway, I'm warbling. You are. Could you? Could you? Yeah, Stuart yes. Farrell. Could you please make the announcement? Can I? Uh, can I say this is a mm. congratulations to the stupidly small listeners because uh, we did put a call out a while ago for um, people to vote for us in the Castaway Awards, the first ever Castaway Awards, which are the Australian Podcasting Awards. They're the only awards. They're the only ones. And they're the the inaugural ones. But they're They're the the benchmark. benchmark. And, And we put out a call to the point of feeling like dorks doing it because it's not usually our bag to do that kind of thing. But we, uh, we, lots of people were writing in and saying they were doing it and we were, and it, Stu didn't even vote, like a, no. like a, just, uh, um, but <laughs> we, <laughs> despite. So I can't even claim any credit. No, you've got, this has got nothing to do with you, my friend. No, it hasn't, I know. But uh, the stupidly small podcast, ladies and gentlemen, has won the popular vote in the comedy and entertainment category <gasps> of the Castaway Awards. Well, that's about as uh, classy and as high tech as our uh, sound effects get. Especially. That's right. Well, that was comedy, uh, comedic and entertaining. It was but, comedic uh, and entertaining, uh, as as uh, were some of the words coming out of your mouth in the lead up to that announcement. <laughs> um, and uh, that that is just so. Just, 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 to, just, to qual- yes. just to get this straight in in my own head yes. and for the listeners. Yeah. What you're telling me? Yes. Is that out of all of the millions of podcasts? <laughs> okay, and, and steady many on. Tens of steady on. Don't make it sound right. like it's not as good uh, as it is. <laughs> no, no. And out of the tens of thousands of Australian podcasts that would categorise themselves as comedy entertainment, no, that's not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Stu, that we're a part of the Castaway Awards. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> in the popular Correct. vote in that category, yes. comedy and entertainment. Yep, we were voted. Most popular. Correct. We won oh, the popular be vote. still my beating ego. It <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> we won the popular vote in comedy and entertainment. Now, literally, mm. we couldn't have done that without the listeners. That has actually got not a great deal but to do with you on, and me. hang on, hang on. Yes. If we weren't here, yes. they would have had nothing to vote for. That is true. And for that, can we thank uh, the, uh, the silent, our silent partner in all of this, the jackpot, who has has stayed up late many nights fixing technical problems, fixing. so that this more we should actually thing. rename him the fixer. <laughs> yeah, although that just reminds me of Christopher Pine, and that's not good for anybody's stomach. He's a fixer. No, stop. For international listeners, don't Google it. Anyway, uh, I think Stu Farrell that that is very, very <sighs> much a family uh, yeah. a thing that our little little stupidly small community can be yeah. very proud of. It's like a ten-year-old kid has won their first medal in athletics. It's uh, that's right, little league or something. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, thank you very, to everyone. Thank you to everybody who voted. And for those of you who didn't, well, look, you've really missed out on being part of a movement. (laughs) If you're listening right now and you didn't vote like me uh, for uh, this podcast. I think you might be the only one who didn't vote. You suck as much as I do. (laughs) And and we should, in the spirit of, um, you know, acknowledging the Silver Logie winner. Right. uh, Congrats to uh, some podcast called Planet Maynard who uh, won the, uh, well, I don't know who voted for it. the, the people at the Castaway Awards, I suppose. 
No, that, that, it was a, there was a, for every category, there was a Stuart's attempting. I'm not entirely sure what he's attempting to do, but it's failing badly. So that we we no, didn't did, win. Uh, what are your bringing? What you're highlighting is we didn't yes. win the you know awarded by judges prize. No, for our and category. I, and I was asking who were the judges. We won the stupidly small podcast popular vote segment. Who of, were the judges? Follow the money. Oh, right. Wow. Way to go down in flames, dude. <laughs> you, no, we're gracious, Not at all. Graciously going. Are we going to be gracious no, about saying, it? No, I'm saying congrats to Planet Maynard and in brackets afterwards it says NSW, so I'm assuming it's from uh, not in Victoria. Yes. Uh, not, who With a winner. I always read and, that now and I go not safe for work, but <laughs> that's just because I'm an F in there, on the internet. Yeah. And, uh, hey. and also the finalists, call, uh, they were We Fact Up and The Ginny Show. So listen – um, I just want to also say that there are lots of uh, other shows that you can find out about by looking at the Castaway Awards that, um, you know, hmm. that we're in the running for other things or have won other things. Uh, it's castawayawards.com.au. Uh, the Neighbours podcast, which is about neighbours. It's a neighbours recap podcast, that one. You know, they should get you on, seeing as though you wrote the 20th anniversary book of <laughs> neighbours. Yes, they should. Uh, that's very, very much. I'm, I'm sure they'd really like to speak to somebody who, in 2005, <laughs> wrote a book about so stuff. So as, a, as like a 15-year-old or whatever it was, you wrote a whole book about I, a, a TV show that was older than you. I know. Um... Listen, we should yeah. go. We could, can I just plug one podcast? Please do. Now, as you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a freelancer. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. And yeah. the some in the freelance world, yes, it, it's lonely. It's it's me, my two dogs, me mug of Joe, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and your shed that you live in. I mean, you really are diver Dan in that picture. Oh, me okay. mug of Joe. I've got me boots on. Uh, and I'm really just, and I'm, a farmer. Sometimes I, I was a freelance crop picker. <laughs> sometimes no. I whittle myself a toothpick. I don't whittle at all. Yeah. Okay, it's me and the dogs. We we have whittle free, and we enjoy the serenity. But we occasionally uh, wander into the real world. Yeah, and uh, as part of my real world experience, <gasps> is this listeners last in the wild? It is. It's listeners Sorry. in the wild. Welcome to Clangers Listeners in the Wild, the Stew Edition. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I was very fortunate and lucky enough to meet a stupidly small listener. Mm-hmm. Um, on when was it? Because uh, we've been back. I don't know, but this is not yeah. a snappy ending. It when is. did you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, yeah, I'm just starting the podcast again. Sorry. I know. Thank you. Thank you, editor. Yes. Um, that's why we need that, uh, like, we need a private microphone, like in my headphones. Yeah, yeah. Get on with it. Get on with it. 30 seconds. Get on with it. You know it. what it's called? Or just strike up the, the band. The jackpot. Yeah, well, yeah. It's that, I wonder if he's got the music under us yet. So anyway, <laughs> yes. big hello to Dan, who I w- was very lucky enough to meet last week, middle of last week, and uh, we have to recommend his podcast, the Pop Chops Podcast. They're also, if you're a fan of old media, they're over on Joy FM. Um, but they're podcasts every week. They're so, actually uh, super popular, those guys. 
Yeah, they're not uh, as popular as the, the <laughs> podcast that won the comedy and entertainment popular vote on oh, the Castaway wow. Awards, which you was... Are well, I'm just reading off the screen here. Oh, stupidly small podcast. Uh, you but are they are popular. Wow. Gracious. And they, do, and they do stuff in the real world too, like they DJ and do interesting stuff, whereas we just... Uh, we walk. We walk and talk. We talk sort of like. So that's good too. Lauren Clark. <laughs> Amazing summary, <laughs> Stu. Yes. How else do we... Look, that, I call that training. Is you that know? what it is? Because we're about to get fired by the Australian Podcasting Committee for going too long. Stuart, so if sorry. people want to find us to be rude to be rude to us in person about yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> about what you've just said about their podcast, they can find us at stupidlybig.com. Big pop chops. Just know, I, I, no, I haven't heard Planet Maynard yet. Stupidlybig.com. Stupidlybig yeah. on Facebook. Stupidlybig on Twitter. And stupidlybig on Instagram. We're stupidly big on iTunes where you can go and give us a rating and a review in which you can say that we are voted the most popular podcast in the comedy and entertainment category in can the first ever Australian Podcasting yes. Awards. Ding, yeah, ding, let's ding, hang ding, the hat. Ding, ding, ding. We're hanging. I'm hanging my hat and Stuart Farrell, I will mm. possibly see you tomorrow. It's a bit of a crazy week for me, so we'll see how we go. Oh. Okay, well, I hope so. Yeah, me too. I'll see you then, and if not, I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Forever. <laughs>